You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more information about the variety of topics covered on the show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. And if you enjoy this episode, please consider becoming a monthly donor to support my work and allow it to continue to go on and be free for all to access for as low as 99 cents a month. Visit the Support the Show link on my site's homepage for more information. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop. Let's catch you up on the latest stories in the world of K-Pop and some J-Pop today as well. We're just going to dive right into story number one. Let's start with a J-Pop story. The metal-slash-rock girl group Baby Metal is going to disappear for an indefinite period of time. A statement was just released saying, quote, Sunday, October 10th, 2021, together with all 10 episodes of Metal Resistance coming to a close, the 10-year-old legend will be sealed from the world. Until that seal is broken, baby metal will disappear from our sight. Time is running out. There is no eternity in God's descent, unquote. Makes a little more sense if you've been following this baby metal series of releases, but even then, yeah, it's kind of bizarre. But basically, what they're saying is that Baby Metal has been around for 10 years. October 10th of this year is when this series of albums, The Metal Resistance, is going to come to a close. And they are teasing a new chapter in their musical universe. Basically, their hiatus is pretty much probably going behind the scenes to record and get started on whatever comes after Metal Resistance. They're going to close out this series with a 10-year anniversary celebratory release. They said they're going on a quote, stairway to living legend. What's very interesting to me about this is not so much the statement that is bizarrely worded because that's just kind of their thing. They are very unique in their musical universe and everything. What most interests me is how long this hiatus might be in the fact that it is just labeled indefinite. Because in the K-pop world, this is similar, where when an artist goes on a break, it's really just to get to work on the next project and see it in six months. So this may be another short blink and you'll miss it hiatus, at least compared to Western pop artists who, when they say they're going on hiatus, see you in 10 years. They may not be rushing back though. One thing that makes me think the hiatus will be longer than the really really fast hiatuses of J-pop and K-pop acts is the fact that they released their last album in 2019 and then they went on tour in 2020. They actually just finished up their 2020 European tour dates a few days before the world basically shut down and COVID became, oh my gosh, this is real, we need to take precautions level. They just got their tour done days before that happened. So they're probably in no rush to get back out on the road anytime soon, pandemic or no pandemic. Moving on to a very different story. The boy group Six, aka CIX, has decided to pull their new line of merch amid some plagiarism accusations. Fans drew comparisons to the look of outfits in this anime, The Prince of Tennis. And it's very interesting to me how the company decided to respond to the plagiarism claims, denying that there was any overt decision to copy, but apologizing profusely and actually pulling the whole merch line. It's just very interesting to me because, frankly, that kind of purely moral choice and 
purely fan-serving choice probably would not happen in the USA. Because really, in the USA, honestly, companies probably would just say in a statement, look, no copying was intended. Calm down. We apologize for the misunderstanding, but we're going to go ahead with the orders anyway, now that we've acknowledged what we did. It's just an interesting cultural difference, I think, because in the USA, it seems like people will value that intent over impact. And if your intent was meaning well, then all should be forgiven, I guess. Whereas in this K-pop space, it seems like it is impact over intent. So I would argue that's often a better way to make your decisions. Anyway, very interesting move to put fan concerns over money. So the company pulled the line, calling it, quote, ethically problematic if they had fulfilled a single order. So people had pre-ordered the merch, but no one had actually physically received their order yet. So full refunds were given. Story number three. Some new fandom names have been chosen. Epex has decided their fandom will be called The Zenith because Epex, their band name, refers to reaching the apex. So Zenith fits perfectly. This was actually announced as part of their 50-day anniversary. so congrats to them. As for the girl group Signature, they're calling their fans the sign fan. One word. Basically saying they're going to help, fans will help them leave their signature on the world. Moving on to topic number four, there are some major changes coming to melon chart calculations. Remember, this is also the time when they are planning yet another merger. So more company changes are ahead. The current chart that Melon has for what they call 24 hits is being changed to a top 100. And how this new formula will look gives more weight to recency. So 50% of the calculation when factoring in different variables to decide the chart ranking, 50% of that will be based on who is listening to that song in that past hour. And the other 50% will be based on the past 24 hours of listening habits. But during early morning hours like 1 a.m. when the app notices a significant downturn in traffic. The only factor in chart placement during those hours will be usage the past 24 hours. So it's a 50-50% hour versus 24 hours of listening habits most of the day. But in slow hours, it will be 100% based on just the past 24 hours. The second big development is that Mellon has a whole new department that is going to specialize on monitoring and updating this chart's data. This task force of sorts was also created in response to user feedback and hopes for more action taken to combat the chance for chart manipulation. Basically, they created the Paola Police. These changes are in effect beginning August 9th. Story number five is an update on the Chris Wu situation. He was just detained by police. The police issued a statement saying he has, quote, been detained in accordance with the law after police investigations for the suspected crime, unquote. Translation, we've got some dirt on him. Things are not looking good for him. The police statement that said that actually received over 3.3 million likes within the first 25 minutes of it being posted to basically the Chinese equivalent of Twitter. After that, a statement came out from basically that police department's boss, the Central Police and Illegal Affairs Commission, saying, quote, on Chinese soil, it is necessary to abide by Chinese law, unquote. 
Next story, some quick COVID updates. Yoon Jae-suk was in self-isolation due to a U-quiz on the block staff member testing positive, but once his test came back negative, now he can officially leave his self-quarantine. Hyun Wan from Monster X has tested negative, but he is self-isolating after he was filming a drama called Fly Again and a co-star tested positive. So he is in self-isolation as are other cast members. The updated drama filming schedule for Fly Again is, no pun intended, currently up in the air. Meanwhile, Junhuan and Doyen from Treasure have both officially fully recovered from COVID, and towards the end of July, they both got discharged from where they were receiving treatment. Last COVID update, Minghyuk from B2B was finally discharged from the hospital after a brutal battle with COVID. He had been there since July 17th and was there till nearly the end of the month. In his first live stream back from the hospital, he spent reminding his fans that you could be young and healthy like him and still catch this, especially with the more contagious variants out there. So please continue to mask up. If you're in a country fortunate enough to have vaccines, make sure you get it. They've proven to be so incredibly safe and effective. If you think they are not safe because they were developed too fast, first of all, please know that scientists have been working on this type of vaccine formula for decades. The COVID was the final thing they needed to really use their already existing blueprints they had been working on to really start making a vaccine. So this was actually years in the making. Second thing I would note is that it is going to get FDA approval. Right now it only has emergency use authorization, which has caused some hesitancy. But really the only reason why it's not fully FDA approved is some bureaucratic hurdles. It's quite a process to officially file for that approval. But it could be coming as soon as next month, so I digress. The point is please, please keep taking this seriously as he pleaded with his fans to do on that live stream. Even young people can get it. So get vaccinated. Those are the topics I wanted to spend more time on. Now for the rapid fire mega round of news in the world of K-pop that you missed the past week or so. Love is officially leaving his band, despite only one of actually just debuting two years ago in 2019. Love is already leaving the group. It's too easy to make puns and jokes about how the love is gone, plus I don't want to do that because I understand the pain fans face when a fave leaves their favorite group, so I feel bad for the fans. Too much to joke about love leaving the group. But anyway, only one of apparently had a big schedule planned for the rest of the year that will be totally rearranged as they assess next steps for the group without him. No specific reason was given for his departure. They just said he's in the terms and talks with the company now for how to legally cancel his contract. The new dance crew show Street Woman Fighter. Some more details out now about the show. There will be eight episodes. The first teaser trailer is out now. Yes, Taeyeon is in it. And the show will officially premiere August 24th at 10.20 exactly, Korean time, presumably. Some 17 updates. DK is on the cover of Theater Plus magazine. The Fact Music Awards is officially going to be held October 2nd. It will be online this year, no surprise. But as of right now, what is scheduled to be in person this year is 88 Rising's Music and Arts Festival. Coming back after a year hiatus. It will be in LA November 6th and 7th. 
So if you want tickets, go to 88rising.com. The lineup this year includes CL, Rich Brian, DPR Live, Saweetie, Ege, aka J from Day 6, on his own. That was a surprise. Lots more. Speaking of notable live performances, BTS was on BBC's Live Lounge performance series. They performed a really sweet cover of I'll Be Missing You, a notorious B.I.G. tribute song, but they changed some of the lyrics to be extra relatable and sweet and personal for this moment. Like, they changed give anything to hear half your breath to give anything to see half your face. And they changed I know you still living your life after death to I know we're still living our lives after this. Really classic BTS to do that. Very much appreciated. Congrats to Yoo Yun Jin from SM Entertainment, who just made Billboard's list of the 50 greatest producers of the 21st century. And congrats to Psy, whose song Gangnam Style entered Rolling Stone's list of the 100 greatest music videos of all time. It really was, I know this phrase is overused now, but it truly was a cultural reset. Congrats to J-Rock icon Miyavi, who just signed with Miller PR, right ahead of his, as of now still going to happen, North American tour, which is exciting. Congrats to Jisoo from Tahiti, who announced she's getting married this fall to a non-celebrity. So she has requested that paparazzi blur his face when they do take images or post any images of them together. Mamamoo's Hwasa has started a YouTube channel, and after just posting two videos in the first 15 hours, she surpassed 130,000 subscribers. Long story short, we've talked before about Mina from the group I Love, who had accused her fellow bandmates in the company of mistreating her. The company then sued her for defamation, but those charges of defamation have officially been dropped. Mina released a statement showing that she's relieved and feels vindicated by this verdict. Interestingly, the charges weren't just dropped without any evidence because that would mean if there was if it was just baseless, they would have just dropped it right away. But actually this case had been forwarded to prosecution before being dropped, which doesn't say anything about any party's guilt or innocence really. I just thought that was an interesting detail to note that this was really going forward. It wasn't just a PR move, just a false posturing on the company's part. They really were ready to go to court. June from Weekly is taking a break from the group, citing mental health reasons. FT Island's Lee Jae Jin just got discharged from the military. Meanwhile, Ha Sun Woon from Victon just left for his military time. The Blackpink Bandiversary celebrations continue in some very cute and unexpected ways. Blackpink In Your Area Island is coming to Animal Crossing August 6th, which as of recording time is tomorrow. They also have a new line of cute and sustainable merch. And of course, their concert movie. Meanwhile, their dance practice video for Do 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 just surpassed 400 million views. NCT's Yang Yang just surpassed 5 million followers on Instagram. Last time on the show... Remember that I told you JYP Entertainment was promoting their upcoming girl group with just a blind package, so you have no idea what it sounds like, no idea what the members look like, but you can pre-order their single, their debut single now. Well, that blind package has officially been pre-ordered over 60,000 times. A quick personal update. If you go to my show's site, click episodes, and then in the drop-down menu, you'll see the interview 
page which has both audio and article formatted interviews. I've been up to a lot of those lately. DJ Mini Monster talked to me about his NCT remixes and working for SM Entertainment. Davi talked to me about his cool new singles and how he got to collaborating with some fun people. Mini Mani. And of course there's my new audio interview, the episode called K-Pop Talk with H. Kenneth. And he broke down what treasures my treasure used to sound like before it got a makeover. And he also talked about what Ready to Love was all about. Really fun behind-the-scenes stories in that interview. It's one of my better ones, if I do say so myself. Dio's debut album, Empathy, topped iTunes in 60 regions around the world. Twice are officially the fastest Korean act in history to surpass 3 billion total Spotify streams. Blackpink just surpassed Maroon 5, so they are now officially the most viewed musical group channel on YouTube in the platform's history. They surpassed 18.65 billion total views. Taeyeon enthusiasts, once again, it is our time to shine. The Taeyeon topic on YouTube has surpassed 35,000 subscribers, making him the most subscribed to solo NCT member. Reaching 10 million views is Hayes with Happen. 50 million views NCT 127 Limitless, reaching 100 million views, Touch My Body by Sistar. Couple videos just reached 200 million. Big Bang's Let's Not Fall In Love. Super Junior's Mr. Simple, which is actually the first to reach that. BTS with Permission to Dance. And Maria by Hwasa. KDA, starring avatars for members of G-Idol, among others, have their single pop star certified gold in the USA. We will definitely talk about that more on an upcoming episode of Stay Tuned. Blackpink officially became the most followed girl group on Weverse. They opened up their platform officially just a few days ago, and within the first 24 hours, they broke that record to be the most followed girl group on the platform. The Mic Drop Steve Aoki remix video from BTS has joined the Billion Views Club. And lastly, while I still have your attention, this is not related to K-pop or the music industry at all, but it is so important. So in early July, the DC Circuit Court overturned the FDA's ban on electric shock devices being used on disabled people. A UN special report on torture has condemned this practice, which is called JRC. So long story short, autistic students in school like myself have really been mistreated. I luckily have never had this device used on me, but I mean, autistic people in schools are often the targets of different forms of this mistreatment, of correctives. People trying to change our stuttering, our stimming. All our little quirks are painted as symptoms of some sort of disease that need to be corrected. Rather than the emphasis on the school systems just trying to help us out and accommodate us and figure out what we need to feel included and not ostracized and punished for who we are that's different. I go on a much longer tangent about that in the episode called Autism and Fandom if you want to know more about my experiences. But this is not about me. The point is that these devices are now legal to use on students again since they are no longer banned. So to reinstate this ban, if you live in the United States, please contact your congresspeople and voice your support for the GED ban in the Keep All Americans Safe Act, aka 
CASA or K-A-S-S-A. Especially if you live in Massachusetts, tell your rep specifically to pass H-225 to block the practice of using these shock devices. They are criminal, they are painful, they leave lasting psychological trauma. In no world should this be okay, should this be legal. If you feel like you need to restrain someone that much that you use an electric shock device, often on a minor, maybe you are not the right person to de-escalate the situation. Really, really frustrating. So please do what you can to support ending that practice. That wraps up the latest news as of recording time in the world of K-pop. I promise it'll be less chaotic and rapid fire next time, but this is just, there was a lot to catch up on today. So I apologize for the hectic nature, but I hope you liked the crash course in what you need to know. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all again very, very soon.